Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Israeli Prime Minister Bennett opposes Joe Biden's plan to build a new consulate for Palestinians only, no Jews allowed. We interviewed Dr. Anthony Harper from the White House and also his interview with Naziri Karimi, Afghani journalist. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we'd like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. The Israeli government, including their prime minister, Naftali Bennett, is now openly opposed to the Biden administration's plan to build a US consulate in Jerusalem. The catch is Biden wants it for Palestinians only and Jews will not be allowed or will not be serviced there. Is that anti-Semitic? The Jerusalem Post reports that Justice Minister Gideon Saar said that he strongly opposes a US consulate being opened in East Jerusalem that will exclusively serve Palestinians and not Jews, according to a conversation with the editor-in-chief Yaakov Katz of the Jerusalem Post. Prime Minister Naftali Bennett also opposed the Biden move, according to the Justice Minister, Saar. And the Justice Minister also discussed two new bills that will come up to be voted on by the current government in the near future. There are moves afoot now to prevent former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu from ever running for Prime Minister again. They're actually trying to pass laws to keep him off the ballot. Although they don't mention him by name, Saar said, they are specifically targeted at ending the growing problematic idea that only an indicted person can be prime minister. Saar said, quote, mayors cannot continue with an indictment, ministers cannot continue with an indictment, so there is critical question whether this is the new ideology that only a prime minister is allowed to run, is what he's saying. I believe the opposition to this bill is personal and the motivation of this kind of legislation is to bring the right values and norms to our public life, end quote. So if you recall, Prime Minister Netanyahu got in trouble for accepting gifts of you know Cuban cigars or things like that before his last race, but he is still the leader of the Likud party and now they are targeting Likud, all the other parties in Israel don't want Likud to have Netanyahu on their ballot. Netanyahu responded by slamming Saar and the government for trying to pass anti-Likud bills, claiming they're trying to eliminate him personally as a rival who could replace the current, current governing coalition and Naftali Bennett. Saar's argument is that Netanyahu and Likud are opposing these two laws and it'd be better for Israeli democracy if they were to keep them off. Likud leader, Edelstein said the following, quote, if Likud will bring another candidate, it will be natural to cooperate. Only for New Hope and other parties, everything's open. If they elect another leader, everything will be open. Yuli is right, keeping Netanyahu will keep Likud in the opposition, end quote. So even within Likud, 
Netanyahu has some opposition, but nobody can beat him in his own party, kind of like here in America where Trump cannot be beaten among Republicans. And that's the news, our thanks to the Jerusalem Post. We're gonna pray right now for the peace of Jerusalem from Psalm 122. Father in heaven, your, your word says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls, prosperity within your palaces. And God, we pray, according to that Psalm, that Jerusalem would have peace, not only internally in Israeli politics, but from outward persecution, even by the Biden administration and their attempt to divide the land. Father, we pray instead for unity in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Dr. Anthony Harper, live from the White House, will have reaction. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. If you've watched our program, you know that we stand with Israel as God's chosen people. We need you to sign a petition today. Why? Because did you know that even as Iran is now developing 800 mile range cruise missiles, could be nuclear tip very soon, that our U.S. Congress has now three brand new freshman congresswomen, we call them the three anti-Semitic musketeers, Ocasio-Cortez and two Muslims, Talib and Omar. And they are influencing Nancy Pelosi to have the most anti-Semitic Congress in years. We need to stand with our friends in Israel and that's why we're asking you to sign a petition. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Don't divide Jerusalem, stand with Israel and stand up to the United Nations. We will fax it to the Congress, but you need to sign today. Take a stand, visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign our petition today. Hello everyone, I'm Mike Lindell and I wanna tell everyone to get behind Dr. Chap's ministry here in his program. And you can do that by using, going to MyPillow.com using the promo code PrayNews and you're gonna save up to 66% on all my products. But more importantly, a, mo a lot of that money is gonna go back to support Dr. Chaps and this programming. And it's, uh, I just can't tell you enough, to get people to Jesus is so important. And to have ministries like this is, is that it's just absolutely amazing. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm gonna pass the savings directly on to you. For example, you get my six-piece towel says regular $109.99, now only $44.98. Or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. We're joined now by Dr. Anthony Harper, live via Skype from the White House. Dr. Harper, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Oh, very thankful, Dr. Chaps. <laughs> A blessing to be here at the White House. Great opportunities, I'm expecting. <clears throat> Thank you. Now, we just reported on the Palestinian consulate. Of course, there's no such country as Palestine, but 
The Biden administration has reversed a Trump era ruling that the, the consulate would be combined in East Jerusalem, that, that there would be a, an Israeli embassy that houses the Palestinian consulate, they'd be one building. Now they're gonna be two buildings and apparently Jews are not gonna be allowed in the Palestinian consulate, uh, but, but that's gonna cater specifically to Muslims. Is this an anti-Jewish discrimination move by the Biden administration? Of course, uh, I see it very clearly as that way. There are other uh, forms of anti-Semitism by this administration in conversations with Iran and, and the issue of uh, supporting the UN agency UNRWA that promotes uh, hatred towards the, the Jewish people by inciting the children in those schools to violence against the Jews. But yes, this is a clear problem, as you mentioned earlier, that there is no Palestine country. So if there, there is no Palestinian race of people, why are they bringing this issue up? It, it, def, it definitely, uh, directly, uh, Dr. Tapp, is uh, anti-Semitism for Israel. And according to the recent reports that I've read in Fox News, uh, is this matter is that the Israel leaders are not gonna stand for this. Well, you're right. Uh, Naftali Bennett and Sarah Gidon have all both denounced the Biden administration's policy. So Bennett is pro-unity, right? He wants a one-state solution where the U.S. Embassy not only is in Jerusalem as Trump moved it out of Tel Aviv into Jerusalem, but there's only one embassy and it should not be divided between two different uh, countries or quasi-state entities the way that Biden wants to do it. He wants a two-state solution. Uh, do you think this is a Republican versus Democrat policy and why are we going back and forth with, with Israel in between? Well, overall, it could be considered that way, a Democrat versus Republican issue, but, but we have rhinos, we have Republicans in our Congress that aren't fully supportive of Israel and have bought into this two-state solution, I would call it delusion, the solution delusion. Uh, there you have it. It's, it's a serious problem. Of course, President Trump with Jared Kushner showed a map in the peace plan of Israel divided with uh, Palestinian state in the heartland of Israel. Any conversation uh, you know, regarding a Palestinian state is this furthering this anti-Semitism. You know, those UN textbooks portraying Israel as the occupier. This is a total lie. You know, I brought up to the press secretary uh, already here that if there's no Palestinian race of people, what's the justification for a Palestinian state? Yeah, you're right. And when the, when the United States funds the UN program, which is UNRWA, UN Relief Workers Agency, that is a specifically pro-Palestinian curriculum that teaches hatred of the Jews to, to Palestinian children uh, or, or Muslim children are taught to throw rocks at Jews when they're little kids. And US taxpayer dollars are funding that thanks to Biden. Trump had done away with that. Trump had defunded the UN Relief Workers Agency, UNRWA, but now Biden is, is refunding that. Uh, th there is so much, and you have to get in the weeds here on the policy, but there is so much against Israel. And, and not only that, you mentioned the negotiations with Iran to let them keep their nuclear program, uh, develop nuclear weapons, even pay them to do so. Why is Biden you know, stoking the fire against Israel? Oh, uh, basically, Dr. Tapp, it's really showing us anti-Semitism. You could be, on, on the one hand, in the public, 
saying that you're not. Your actions speak louder than words. And for the Biden administration to make any kind of uh, do any deal with Iran, conversations we've previously given a lot of money to Iran, for them to sanction them, not to condemn Iran's uh, treatment of Israel is a form of anti-Semitism. Uh, you know, also along with that, Dr. Chaps is not condemning BDS, as well as, as you, you mentioned, the UNRWA funding or other UN agencies that are anti-Semitic. The, the key issue about the UNRWA issue is in their textbooks, not saying that this land is Israel. When they label it as Palestine, that just furthers this idea that Israel's occupier. Now, you were recently inside of Jen Psaki's office. You were invited back to speak with her. In fact, she called out your name during a press conference last week. She said, welcome back, Dr. Anthony Harper. And then she did not call on you. But what happened when you went back to her office and spoke with her in person? Oh, well, I had a short two minutes, I suppose, uh, to bring up several issues, and I was cut off before I got into the issue of the anti-Semitism concern regarding the Jewish cemetery desecration in Vilnius, Lithuania, which is such a big deal. And, and I wanted, wanted to preface this by saying, why is, I get this question often, why is it so important to report on anti-Semitism here? So I would say that for any nation that tolerates anti-Semitism is a nation that has gone under, it directly impacts our religious freedoms, Dr. Tapp. But in this, this private meeting with the press secretary that I had last week, uh, a very short meeting, I did thank her for acknowledging me in that press meeting that actually occurred at the very, at the very beginning when she says, welcome back, Dr. Harper. That was September 30th. But uh, so I thank her for that. That was a very key issue to make it clear that we're very thankful that she acknowledged me. And i so thankful I told her of surviving COVID virus that I almost died, but I'm, I'm thankful to be alive. And I, was, I talked to the, about the Christian persecution in Afghanistan, Dr. Chap, uh, by the Taliban. But all she could say was, this is a matter for the State Department. But I had, I had earlier on the day, last week, when an LGBTQ reporter with the blade brought up the question about is, what is President Biden doing to condemn the actions of LGBTQ persecution in Ghana and elsewhere? And the press secretary said very clearly, we condemn that uh, abuse of LGBTQ people. But I, can't, I haven't been able to get a strong condemnation statement for the press secretary of this administration against Christian persecution, let alone uh, the anti-Semitic issue. That really shows the difference. When you try to ask about anti-Christian persecution, she says, well, that's a matter for the State Department. I'm not gonna answer that. But when she's asked about anti-LGBTQ persecution, she says, President Biden is firmly against that, but not so much against anti-Christ. Uh, Anthony, one more question. Uh, you were fined recently by the White House or, or they sent you a $10,000 bill to get these private COVID tests. Uh, uh, how are you uh, able to afford that? Well, this is a very upsetting uh, issue, Dr. Chaps. I wanna uh, to clarify what, what happened. I, I just did make one final thing about that meeting with Press Secretary Zaki. There was the other issue, uh, human rights violation regarding the Uyghurs in the Chinese uh, internment camps. And I would like to ask her about the, the boycotting uh, if President Biden is going to be boycotting the Olympic Games scheduled for 2022 in Beijing, 
based on the genocidal record, that's another human rights issue, Dr. Chap. But that's I want to just sort of make that final comment. If we go and we go into this next issue about the bill, uh, this billing is for five months. Uh, the billing from May through October, and a serious concern about uh, affordability and how it impacts the freedom of the press. The CVS Pharmacy has an exclusive contract to provide that COVID testing here at the White House. But the CVS Pharmacy refuses to accept my Medicare insurance. This is a travesty. This is so upsetting, Dr. Chaps. They, they paid for the, my COVID testing and all the journalists here up until the end of March, but they've complained to the White House Correspondent Association that they can't afford to keep this up. I agree with you. So we are praying for God's provision. Maybe they're gonna waive that. I know your congressman from Idaho has been involved asking them to give you a hardship waiver of that $10,000 bill or fine. I understand maybe the need to get COVID tests, but I do not understand why they're making you pay for it. Uh, we need to take a short break, but Dr. Anthony's White, uh, our White House correspondent, his website for donations is imcnews.org. Thank you, Dr. Anthony Harper. Let's take a short break. Great when we come back, we will have uh, Dr. Anthony's interview with Nazira Karimi, Afghani journalist. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Today we are remembering to pray for the 45th president, Donald J. Trump. In fact, we have commemorated now a special coin to remember perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel and pro-America president of our generation. And here it is, limited supplies now of a special commemorative Donald J. Trump coin. It's golden, it says the word in God we trust right on the cover. It'll help you remember to pray for and remember the presidency of our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 exactly, this is while supplies last, uh, we're gonna send you that coin, but also included are two other products that we offer. You'll get a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World, and a special DVD on how to be an effective Christian activist. We'll throw in both of these, plus the coin, for a suggested donation of exactly $45 to our ministry. And on top of that, we'll throw in this special window decal, I pray for religious freedom to help you remember to pray for America. Listen, uh, there are three ways that you can give. Right now, go to our website, which is PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Right at the top, there's an online bookstore. And one of those items is the $45 suggested donation for all, all four items. Visit our online bookstore at PrayInJesusName.org or you can call us toll free. It's an easy phone call, 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Tell the operator you want the special $45 offer and we'll send you all four items. Finally, you can text the word donate to 720-573-0305. Again, text the word donate 720-573-0305 Please help today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. We now wanna show the interview just done by Dr. Anthony Harper with Naziri Karimi, an Afghani woman who is a journalist here in America. I'm Dr. Anthony Harper, You're blessed to be at the White House with my wonderful journalist friend, Nazira Karimi, 
uh, Afghanistan woman journalist here, and you've been dealing with a lot of challenging issues. I, I know I was here with you when the Afghanistan crisis was going on, and you were standing next to me asking a very important question to the press secretary on behalf of the Afghanistan people. So um, I know that our viewers would like to know the latest in Afghanistan. So what would you like to share as far as an important uh, update for what's going on in Afghanistan? Thank you, Dr. Arbar, for having me. As you know, everybody knows nowadays Afghanistan. Afghanistan is a famous country. Afghanistan is very popular. Some people as a generosity, some people, people uh, view is a different regarding about Afghanistan. Some people support the Taliban still. Some people don't want to recognize them. But still, Taliban, you know, uh, trying to not keep uh, their commitment. Still, women, this is violation. Mm -hmm. uh, over 12 years old girls not able to go to school. That's a big violation. Mm -hmm. And also women is not able to go back to their work. This is another problem. Economy situation, food crisis. People need food, people need money. People did not receive their salary, monthly salary. Mm -hmm. Billion of uh, dollar uh, freeze by United States. And uh, Afghan people expected to get their salary, but United States and allies also, they are logically, they talk logically, they say as long as Taliban mm -hmm. follow our regulation, our condition, which is women's right, human's right, uh, they are going to refreeze uh, the money from the bank. But unfortunately, this is kind of uh, game. And last week, uh, Taliban uh, had a meeting with the United States Authority, State Department, uh, and Doha, Qatar, and they made some decision, they discuss about the people who leave Afghanistan because some people, they are still under threat of Taliban. This morning mm -hmm. I talked with a famous singer in Afghanistan, Farhad Darya, and you talk with him too. He is very famous, he is very generous, he is very nice. He was a uh, big shot in Afghanistan. Although he is a singer, he has to do something else. But nowadays he knows the Taliban not allow singer to sing anymore. Uh, that's big, this is crime, based of my opinion. Yeah. And Farhad Darya, I asked him, do you have any concert? And he said, no concert, I try to evacuate people. Journalists, singer, artists, they sell under threat. They're tortured by the Taliban. And he said, this is our responsibility to uh, help them to leave Afghanistan, to get out of Afghanistan, mm -hmm. because they will kill by the Taliban, because Taliban stop singing, stop dancing, stop yeah. all or That is not uh, allowed. Uh, it's not uh, logic and uh, based on my opinion, Taliban should uh, leave people we are living in the 21st century. That's why I sell Afghanistan people uh, negative. I'm not optimistic and I request and I beg international community to help Afghanistan to not recognize Taliban until the Taliban not recognize women right, human right, and mm -hmm. until they not respect women. That's a big issue. Well, it is a very big issue. I know, you know, our, our publication is a Christian newspaper, and we support uh, human rights, and we oppose the abuse of women and, and children that is happening all around the world. Very disturbing, uh, the rights of women and children. Uh, we think about uh, what's going on in Afghanistan, but all around the world, uh, there's human rights violations on these, on these matters. Unfortunately, everybody should respect each other. You know, the leaders should make mm -hmm. decisions. You know, human being is human being. Everybody should respect them. You know, I don't know how to express my feeling. 
Yeah. In Afghanistan, so you said the Taliban, Talibanism is an ideology, nobody can change somebody's ideology. But I don't know why you mentioned about the, around the world. Uh, that's a big question mark, but uh, I mm -hmm. don't have any comment about but religion is respectful, all religion is respectful, God is one God. Garchi masab mukhtalif shud, heech kas begana neist. Kaaba u budkhana ra yag nur raushan meikana. Dar hayratam ke dushmani in u anzi chist, az yag chirakh kaaba u budkhana raushan af. I say God is one God, although there is a different religion, but different people, different religions should keep very, very nicely. Uh, be generous, be nice to each other. That's my yeah, we comment be nice as, a, to each other. as a human being. Yes. We are nice to each other, right? A human being, yes. <laughs> human being, yes. We're supposed to love one another. Sure. Right? As, as, as I've heard, I mean, you say, and I've heard other people say, you know, God doesn't really, God doesn't force people to believe oh, certain things. God has got freedom, God, yeah. people to believe. Freedom. And he allows the Taliban mm -hmm. to do what they do, but they're going to have to, uh, uh, they're going to have to experience judgment from God. Sure, I agree with you. Yes. Thank you very much, Dr. Rob. It's great to visit with you. Ah. Thanks for sharing update. Thank you. And, and Anytime. I'll, I want to pray, please pray, I want to ask for you to please pray for Nazira Karimi, all the people in Afghanistan that are suffering still and resolution to all this crisis. Thank you. Amen. Our thanks to Dr. Anthony Harper for that informative interview. Let's take a short break and I'll have a word to conclude the show. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. I'm Dr. Chaps. Jesus said in Matthew 24 that famine would be a sign of the end. And we are now facing a famine of biblical proportions in one of the poorest states in India, where our charity has sponsored up to 259 orphans and children for many years. But now there are thousands of people starving in the streets because of the unemployment there. And we've been helping widows, like the letter we received from Sanuri, who writes to us and says, I stay with my three children in the slum. I was washing plates in the hotel and earning bread for my family, paying house rent. Suddenly I lost my income. After hotels were closed by the government, this was a shocking moment for me. Afterward, we could manage eating half a meal a day to manage a scanty ration for longer days. When there was no ration left for my family, I was quietly weeping outside with agony. An unknown fellow came and asked whether I am a widow. I said, yes. He wrote my name and address and asked me to collect ration from your office. I got that ration with joyful tears. I strongly believe that God helps the helpless during troubled times through benevolent people. You know, the benevolent people she's talking about are you and your generosity when you give through our ministry is actually helping her to see God. Would you please donate today at 866-Obey-God? Again, our phone number, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D, and help us supply a matching gift. We've already given up to $10,000 to supply 100,000 meals, and there's somebody out there who could double that gift with one stroke of a pen. Please donate through our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and designate your gift to India Relief Please give today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and supporting PrayInJesusName.org with your donations. That's our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate when you visit. The Bible says in Proverbs 21, the fool covets greedily all day long, but the righteous gives and does not spare.
If you need prayer today, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. 